says, we went into the bathroom mm-hmm. and I just saw you preparing for your dick appointment all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> you just made a wreck all over the kitchen counter, all over the kitchen counter, all over the bathroom counter, bitch. <laughs> And my God, I, if you ain't if you ain't clean by now, <laughs> bitch, we're not. We're not. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> if the water ain't clear by now, oh, shit. oh my God, you will never. You gotta hit the who. Again, you know, disdain would be an understatement. Disgust, loathe. It's terrible. It's that bad. It's bad out in these streets. You know, you would think after Thanksgiving that people would just be thankful and shut up, but no. <laughs> Tongues still move. Yes, they don't know what mute means. They don't, or low value. You know what? They did not listen to Lil' Kim when she said, and I quote, you know your mouth is a cage for your tongue if you just close your fucking teeth. Literally, if you just do that. They didn't listen. If you just do that, I promise you, life would be so much better. It would be all right. So much better. So much better. I'm thinking so, so Uh, uh, much better. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have to do all that. You didn't have to do all that. I mean, it was set up perfectly. It was right there. It was. It, it was, was right there. Was. So, welcome, guys, to another experiment gone wrong, which you like to call Who Raised You Hoes? Um, I am your host, Lonnie. Uh, my Twitter handle was supposed to be Isis Brownies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, I'm going to opt and join Lolo Von Z's challenge to do holiday handles. <laughs> oh, my God. Not a holiday handle. Okay. Yes. So, what you got? Ho, ho, ho. No, ho, ho, ho. Really simple. It's classic. I love it. All right. And I am your co-host, Marlon. And this week, my Twitter handle is going to be Ricky Rosebud. (laughs) That's right. Filth and disgust, ladies and gentlemen. I'm running a theme. Every week, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Ricky Rosebud, that's my name. That's what they call me. Why is this happening? Because it's me. Ricky Rosebud. That's right. That's why. Why? There's questions that need answers, but not right now. You're not gonna get any of them. Doesn't matter. But friend, I love you. Keep it moving. Uh, (laughs) We're not here alone, as you guys can hear. Yes. Um, we do have a guest, and we allow our guests to introduce themselves. So, without further ado, will you please? Get tickled the ivories for our listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Chase Cassidy. And since we give nicknames on this show, today I am going to go by Daddy Sweetmouth. 
Um, and that is mouth with an F, not a T. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am. Yeah, with an I. Yato sabe. You know what? You know what it is. Yes. <laughs> um. So hey, I'm yeah. I'm Chase. Uh, I am host of the Cookout Podcast. Um, and the guy behind the scenes, well, sound guy, as everyone calls me, uh, mm-hmm. for the Sweet Talkers Network. Uh, yes, so, mm-hmm. hey, everybody. Nice to meet you. I'm so excited to be on this show. Y'all don't understand. I never get to be a guest, number one. Uh. Uh, you know, and also, like, I'm a, I'm a fan of this show. So it's really cool to, like, be on a show that you're a fan of. This is, this is pretty fucking awesome. I like it. Yes. Like we it. are glad to have you here, Sir Cassidy. Thank yeah. y'all. As you yeah. affectionately call me. I love that nickname, by the way. That's Thank right. You. And but now now other bitch use it. I'm cutting bitches. I've oh. copywritten it. Don't fuck with me. You don't have to worry about that. No one else calls me sir but you. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, no. normally, it's normally ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Excuse me. So uh, we, we kind of fell. We need to hit our hands on the back. Hit each other on the back of the hand real quick. Why? Put your hand out. Because we did something wrong. Now smack it. Uh, Chase, did you watch Insecure as of yet? Okay, so as soon as we started recording, I thought to myself, damn it, I haven't watched it yet. But good news. No, 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 this is this is the good news. I don't care about spoilers, number one. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the experience regardless, right? Okay. Uh, And number two, I know these characters, so I can still have commentary about what's going on. Okay. So I am good to go. We can do the insecure chat. It's actually one of my favorite parts of the show. And just as, a, just as a disclaimer, I am an Insecure fan. The only reason I haven't watched it is because me and Buster were out of town. Mm-hmm. And, we ju- and we just got bike. So Okay. okay. Come on, That's bike. Fine. That's fine. We just on, got bike. bike. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the shits. Let's do that. Uh, the Come on. So let's get into the shit, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. This episode... Can we talk about the things first? Let's talk about the things. It was the first time Natasha Rockwell, who plays Kelly, directed the episode. Wow. Weren't yes. we? And she I did know. a really good fucking job. She did a wonderful job she at directing did. this episode. I love it. I love it. I'm going to guess there's a good, like, good humor in this in this episode. A lot of levity, I'm going to guess. But oh, substance. Yes. Okay, cool, it, cool. Really, you could tell that somebody else was in the director's chair because it... While it still was going according to like pure insecure fashion, yeah. the energy was a little bit different. She did things differently that we don't normally see. Mm-hmm. And I like it. it. Cool. I, like I can't it. wait to see it. Okay, go yes. ahead. I can't wait. Yes. So, since Mr. Cassidy does not care about spoilers, we're going to do the things. Yes. Yes. And we're going to ask these questions as if he already watched the show. <laughs> Period. So, did you buy any of the dream daydream sequences? Okay. So this is the part that I'm talking about. <laughs> Gosh. The first one, they give you one to kick off the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. And it fucked me up because when it was happening, I was like, is this real? Because wow. the way that it happened, it felt like something she would do. Mm-hmm. And it was so extreme that it made you question it. So, okay. like, we're having this tender moment. Um, you know, cauliflower and uh, Issa. Cauliflower. <laughs> 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 
Bateman's name. Yes. You gonna put some respect on Bateman's name? Listen, cauliflower, Issa, and Lawrence. Nathan. I'm not talking about Nathan. Nathan. I'm not talking about Nathan. Okay, fair. I said cauliflower. You know who she is. I love consequences. Dragon mama. Condiments. Condiments. Conflict, carriage, you know her. So, conflict. <laughs> conflict. That's it. Yeah. Oh, like conflict. So, they're in the hospital hallway, and Issa has stopped to speak to them. Which we are all. If you are anybody that watched, I'm like, oh, why, why are you going to speak to them? Why? Why did you yeah, stop yeah. them? Why? Don't even. So they have this moment, and Issa's like, you know, stop. Let's not make this weird. And I'm like, Issa, it's you. It's automatically weird. But whatever. Period. Period. So pretty much, uh, closed captioning asked um, if she would like to hold the baby, and <laughs> <laughs> condensation yes. handed that baby. Yes. So 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 confusion was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she handed the baby over. Yeah, yes. she was like, "You want to hold it?" She was like, "Of course." So Got she did. Baby, we're having this tender moment, and then eats a pump face and throws the baby. Ah. Shot. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did she do it like Donald Trump did them paper towels on the Puerto Rico? Yes, yo, okay. like, yes. got it, got it. Makes with sense. the fade away, and I was like, Issa. That's crazy. No, what are we doing? And then Combustion was like, why did you do that? <laughs> and she was like, shut up, bitch. And it kicked her in okay. the chest. It kicked her in the chest with the back. I was done. So there's and then, no and way. Then was like, you like, do what's up, too? There's no oh, way that you thought that that was real. You couldn't have thought that dream sequence was real. No, no. But see, the thing about it was when it started happening, when she threw the baby, I was like, all right, y'all doing a whole lot. <laughs> but it was so convincing. It was like. I don't know. So you waiting for them to go the aha. Right. And it took a minute. It took a minute for them to get there. And then we woke up. So at first I did buy that scene. Okay. At first one I did kind of buy it for a little bit. For a little bit. So uh, at the end of this scene, what ends up happening is we realize that it is a daydream and that Issa is at home yeah. while she is thinking about this. And she kind of chuckles at her evil thought because let's be real, we all have dark thoughts and we chuckle at them because at the end of the day, we find them funny. And that's how she really feels, Loki. That's how she feels. Really so, what yeah. she, so what she decides to do is go onto the Instagram, and then she finds out that um, Crash Bandicoot had moved back. <laughs> Los and I'm just Maybe. like, Issa, you, you are the living manifestation of the very last song on the season four soundtrack. Bad decision. Uh, really bad decision. Because I'm like, decision. girl. Wow. Yes, Lawrence moves back, but who cares? Yeah, you know, at, this, at this point, at this point, like I, I want her to have that "who cares" attitude about it. Like, I, I feel like this has been going on a little bit too long mm-hmm. at this point, and I want it to be over. I want them both to be free of each other. I think. Yes, you know, so I'll be very disappointed. I think if they end up together in the end, because like at the, at that point, then what was the point of the show? What did anybody learn? <sighs> Nothing. But I, she, yeah. I said it here before and I say it again. She did say on Angie Martinez that if you really thought Issa wasn't shit for the past four seasons, baby, wow. I'm out with a bang. Baby, and let me tell you, the, the ain't shitness is, is boiling up right now. This is the episode where we like, all right, you're about to do a whole bunch of shit that you just should not be doing. It's about to be terrible. You so, know what's unfortunate is that like she's one of she's the character I think I relate to the most on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you know. Self-reflection, just a little bit. 
the mirror is at your face and it's like, bitch, what the fuck? I did not ask for this. Not, not at all. Hey, wow. Not at all. Just, just, just drag me then. Okay, it's fine. Just drag, just, just drag, drag me. Yeah. So my next question is, there's a two-part question. Okay. Um, we're going to tell on ourselves just a little bit because I'm going to fast forward a little bit into the episode. Okay. I'll put two questions in one. Now. All right. So, were you glad to see Molly finally open up about her mom? I'll start there. When I tell you I was so relieved, because I just knew that she was going to hold that shit in and keep doing the same shit that she always does, which is not allow anybody in to help her Mm -hmm. and give space for her to be vulnerable. So when she did it, I was like, thank you. Now people Mm -hmm. can understand what's going on. You don't have to like... Put up a facade that everything. Yes, exactly. Like, stop trying to be perfect. That perfect shit don't work. Yeah. It's not a thing. Just let it go. I'm proud of her for that. Like, I'm really, because, like, I was hoping the same thing. I was like, girl, like, I need somebody on this show to learn something. I need to see true progression. I don't want to see no more backsliding. Come yes. on now. So I'm yes. glad to hear that. I'm, I'm really excited to see that on the screen. For real, for real. You're going to love it. It's great. You're going to love it. It's great. So the other part of my question is we kind of foreshadow. So we got to give a little background to get to this question. Okay. So Molly um, in turn opens up to Torian. So what happens is they went on that retreat. If you remember, yeah. they were preparing to go on this retreat with the partners. Mm-hmm. So Molly in turn has stepped away from caring for her mom. So mm-hmm. she has her meet her phone in the meeting with her. Normally she would never do something like this. So it'd be a vibrate, do not stir, whatever they have you. Right. This instance, she has it in the meeting with her, and she sees that Curtis is texting her as she's trying to deliver a presentation. Gotcha. So she starts to get flustered, thinking about what it possibly could be, but she also knows she can't touch her phone right now. Yeah. And Torian, because she's doing it with him, Torian kind of picks up the picks up where she dropped the ball. Right. And just started picking it up. So they go after the presentation to go have out for drinks. And Torian was like, all right, what's really going yeah, on with here? For mm-hmm. And Thank you, Torian. And she told Torian, and what we did not know, and Torian revealed, is that when around the time when she first came in, his brother was had, uh, was in the middle of cancer treatments. Ah, come on, not knowing people going through. He exactly. Wasn't just, he wasn't just asked for nothing. So the beautiful part of the episode was when Torian said, work cannot be more important than real life. Like Come to me, now. that was a huge takeaway from the episode. Was work cannot matter more than real life. So for y'all that so, don't understand that, what that says is "fuck that job, bitch." <laughs> That's what she's saying. Low, low and high yeah. key. So, in turn, what we find out is Molly goes back to her room and Curtis facetimes her, and she's like, "What's going on, Mom? What's the updates on the dot?" And then he's like, "Can you hold on? I got something to show you." And her mom has woken up from her stroke. Come on now. Okay. So, so she is like holding back tears. Just she's relieved and it's all over her face. Yeah. And Torian comes to her room and knocks on the door and say, Hey, the partners gave us swag bags. I just want to make sure you had yours. So she had just hung up with her mother and her brother and she hugs him. Mm-hmm. It's like she woke up. So and the, first of all, it was the way he received her when this happened because he didn't receive her with the uh, the with the arm over the neck type right. situation or something like that. No, it wasn't she no church. He ran down there into his arms. Mm-hmm. 
And okay. He the palms right in the small of that back too. He sure did. Real and quick. You just went up and down. They were about to kiss. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go ahead and say. Say what, I, say, what, say what I think you're about to say because I'm about to say the same thing. Literally on everything, the moment she went to that firm and they started having that tension, I was like, that's going to be it. That's going to be her man. It's, that's going to be her man. And, and even if it's not it, I was like, at some point, it's going to happen. At yes. some point, it may come and go, but it's going to happen, right? Hmm. I just didn't expect it to be, you know, the final boss. I didn't expect it to be the final boss. But right. here we are. So... We deal with this, and I asked, I said, do you see a future with Molly and Torian? I do. I can see it. I do, too. I and I called, high-key, shout-out to Chase for saying before I could say it, I called <laughs> season three. Yeah. I called it. That's He's great. not afraid of her. He's not afraid of her. He's not, and that's what she needs. Yeah. She, needs to, she needs to be gathered up and laid out sometime. Like, she needs that. Gathered up and laid out. Before y'all even answer that question, shout out to Nard uh, Robinson, the actual actor that plays Torian. Mm-hmm. His comedic timing is <laughs> genius. It really is. Because as to break the ice with that awkward moment where we thought they were about to kiss, he was like, "My things up. My mom had a dog, right?" And it was like he didn't say it in a joking tone, like yeah, yeah. looking at him, and he's dead serious. I'm like, okay. Why are you breaking up this scene with <laughs> like humor? Like why? <laughs> but yeah, fellas, you can answer the question. I, I see it now. I wasn't thinking about it in season three when all of that shit was going on, simply because I wasn't. Because <clears throat> it was, it, and looking back on it now, it makes sense because yeah. it's giving very much. Recess love, I'll push you down, pick you up, and I kiss you. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even thinking about all that. But the energy that they have been giving each other, especially like him showing his concern when he originally asked her, like, what's the updates on the retreat? Do you have Mm -hmm. everything together? Blah, blah, blah. She's Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm fine. But you could tell that he knew there was something more. And even though he didn't like give it very direct, just like, and this is when people be acting their face off because it was like his energy. He wasn't really saying a lot, uh-huh. but energetically, you could tell that he was actually concerned beyond yeah. just work. So seeing that and coming into this episode, I definitely see it. I'm just waiting to see how it's going to unfold because yeah. we ain't got that much time. So. We, are, we don't. We yeah. Have four we are now, after this Sunday coming, we are down to three episodes left. I just don't know how to go put do it y'all, Do y'all think it's going to be a time jump of some sort, maybe? They've been doing it a lot this season. So I think far. it might be a time, time jump. jump again. Because like, to wrap this story up, I feel like there's going to need to be some, some of that, possibly. Yeah, we need some closure. I mean, yes, and I kind of want to see, because I'm not a real big fan of like, you know, the whole reboot thing. So I'm not going to want to see another reboot of Insecure in like 10 years. Where are they now? Give me, just show me at the end where they end up, like what the T is, wrap up the full story and let's move on. You know, so I'm just wondering how they're going to be able to do that though. And like you guys were saying, like three or four episodes, like you're going to have to do a time jump. Yeah. So... We are back to the question. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sidebar, Molly also was completely showing her ass. She got drunk as fuck and was completely acting like she was not on a work trip at all. Can't wait. And to 
how this even start how this even become begins to get a little more awkward is she ends up she blacks out and ends up in her bed in her room okay. when she wakes up she finds a rolex on her bed along with a bunch of candy she bought while she was drunk <laughs> she was slosh and she tried to act like everything was fine when she went downstairs all the attorneys are already at on breakfast and she tries to play it off to see what happens. She says she found the watch down the hall, not on her bed. Yeah. And she's like, do you guys know if it belongs to anyone? They all give like the silence of who's going to tell her. Right. And Torian just says, it's mine. Yep. And then they, she was like, what happened last night? She's like, oh, you didn't know. Like the girl's like, oh, you didn't know. And they show her the video of Molly completely <laughs> cutting up, twerking, almost twerking on Torian. Wow. I'm like, what is happening? Yes. Jesus. It was good. So my next question is, will Issa recover from the backlash with Crenshaw? Now, because you did not watch, let's, back, let's help you out real quick. So Issa goes to see a new client to bring them on for a project that Nothing But Warden wants to begin. I believe it was the next event she has to organize. Yes. And the minute that she mentions the company she worked for, and they were like, wait, you were the, guy, you were the company that worked with Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they just lost all type of interest in working with her all together. Yeah. So Issa, in typical Issa fashion, discovered that it was too late for her to apologize when she goes to go see Crenshaw at his studio with brownies. Now, none of the dudes in there were really messing with her, except like one dude that took a brownie. Mm-hmm. But that was it. And even when she went to see Crenshaw, I'm like, this is cringy. Yeah. The theme for Issa for this episode was choices. Oh my god. <laughs> like literally the entire theme for her character this episode yeah. was choices. So Crenshaw was letting her know that you put your bag above the culture with that mm. situation. Okay. And he said, honestly, yeah, I turned up on Twitter, but you never took is beyond that. You never took the initiative to come down and rectify anything. But I know you're here because you need something. And she did. She needed him to ease up on him blasting her company online. Right. So he basically told her no. She's like, I'm taking my brownies back. He said the brownies wasn't hitting anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how I feel about him as a character altogether. And I'm also trying to figure out why I care about this particular storyline. Like something, I'm like, is this leading to something? Is this like, is, is this a big, why is this in the, if this was a season two, but in the, the last season of a show, what is this, does this story in particular contribute? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? So I'm a little confused with how I feel about his character. And the whole situation, to be honest, I feel like both of them could have, eased up a little bit it wasn't nobody's right or wrong here i think both of them were right and wrong yeah i feel the same way so i I think i think so he's kind of gross to me because i'm like dude like get like come off it like like it's not that deep like you you granted i hear what he's saying um as far as like i wanted you to have my back all this good shit like we've been riding together blah 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 yeah i can smack you but it's like, is it really, is it really that deep for you to be dragging it like this? Right. You talking like, about I see if like she shut your whole shit down and was like, as soon as y'all was getting ready to go on, 
was like, well, actually, we're just not going to do this at all and be like, oh, well, you know, we're not going to do right. this, it's not going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But like, you still got your point across and you did your thing. So I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It's really and he, said, he said that like her doing that, like she was going like for the bag more than the culture. And I'm thinking to myself, what part of the culture is tearing down another black business? Like what part of the culture is that? So like nobody's right here. Nobody's wrong. But like no. we could both chill. Yeah. So I don't know. But it gets turned up toward the end of the episode. So a little background before I get into my question. Nathan has a rough day at the barbershop. He decides to commit the cardinal sin with black barbers. He decides to take, I forget the, the barber's name at the moment. He takes one of the barbers, two customers that were waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Because they got tired of waiting. He cut both of their heads. Cardinal sin in a black barbershop, you know. Right. It, it may not seem serious, but it's so serious. No, no, no. I understand. I get it serious, but I'm thinking I've been in that situation before as the client. And when I'm sitting here and you're an hour and a half late, bitch, I need my goddamn edges laid yesterday. Yes. I made I'm a fucking try- appointment. I made I'm an not appointment. Trying to, I'm not trying to be in here for two hours. This is not happening. It's just not. And... Because I have so many things for this one. So <laughs> he comes back and Arik, I love to say it like that, is collecting the rent from all the barbers and he walks in last and says, oh, Nathan has mine since he wants to steal clients. Uh, what? So they get into a heated debate and <laughs> everyone on the, basically him and I forget the female. I forget her name too. Yeah. She joins in and kind of they're tag teaming the barber that decided he don't want to pay the rent, right. his half of the rent, and they're like had gone to an exchange of words. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, Nathaniel says, "Shut uh, uh, shut that shit up," basically, and he's like, "Say that shit again," and he basically exposed that he's bipolar to the entire shop. That was in the preview because I remember thinking to myself. Okay, did Nathan hit him? That's no, all he did I was not. thinking. Okay. He did not. So this wow. is gonna lead up this is gonna lead up to my question because this was an excellent way to close out this episode. Okay. So another daydream sequence quickly before we get to this question. Issa goes to pick up this food for her and Nathan, and she daydreams that she runs into Condola. And Condola starts off the whole interaction by saying, I see that we still have the same taste. Oh, my God. And she's telling her that her and Lawrence got back together. He moved back to Los Angeles for her. The, you see this ring? You, he bought me this ring. It's not <laughs> that mall ring that he had got you. No way. And she said, oh, the dick grew ten <laughs> in, by 10 inches. So she says, you know that long stroke that you like? That you like? Longer. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, Oh, and Lawrence took a job where he gets paid a billion dollars a month. Wow. <laughs> like, so she ends it by drop kicking Issa and then she says, <laughs> Own your cho-. she says, Own your choices. Wow. So wow. we fast forward to Issa going back to the apartment with Nathan. And they're talking, and as we've seen already, Nathan has had a rough day. Yeah. So Nathan goes in to say, 
I'm maybe LA isn't the place for me. Oh, mm hmm. Issa, if you remember from the last episode, has been fishing for Nathan to say, I love you. Right. For that whole episode before this. And she automatically makes it about her, about their relationship, inserts herself in it when it has nothing to do with her. Got you. She didn't ask any questions like, why do you feel this way or anything? Yeah. She quickly made it about her. She's like, you always want to avoid things. I told you I love you and you have not reacted at all. Wow. So Nathan unleashes a true storm because, you know, she said he always runs from things. Oh, so he starts to drag it. He finally drags it. Does he finally drag it? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm not. You're not ready. So he tells her, you're you're the one that's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. One minute you want to be with me, the next you want to be friends, then you want to be more than friends. Now, all of a sudden, you love me. Wow. You all over the place. Drag it. Exactly what he said to her. And she said, you know what? Let's just drop it. And the look on her face was the first time that someone actually told the truth about herself and she did not handle it. Wow. Now, I can't wait to see it. Yes. Now, were they wrong for calling each other out? No, no. Damn, that was quick. No, absolutely fucking not. My thing is this. What Nathan said about L.A. might not be the place for him. I don't think that he was saying that in the sense of I'm about to get up and run. Right. Because it was giving very like this motherfucker just wilded out on me in yeah. a way that nobody has ever done before. Mm-hmm. And in many instances, some I think it was the first time that anybody kind of threw his mental disorder in his face like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't right, it was crass and tasteless. Of course. But I think it was the first time he's since he's gotten his diagnosis, it was the first time somebody used it as a weapon against him. Right. So of course that's gonna shake him a little bit. And when things like that happen that we've never experienced before, our initial reaction is to do what we've always done. And what he always does is run. Right. Yeah. But the difference in what he used to do and what he did in this moment was he actually talked about it. Yeah. And he was coming to Issa to have the conversation like, yeah. yo, this should happen to me today. This is how I feel about it. It made me feel like, well, maybe LA ain't the spot for me right now. Right. You know, it was... It wasn't finite. It was like, I want to like dissect this shit. It felt like a venting session more than like... Yes. Yeah. It was very venting. It was like, it's the end of the day. We fixing some food. We finna chop it up. Right. right. And she took that and was like, and she did what Issa does, mm-hmm. which is when she sees something that's not going her way... She makes it about her. She makes it about her and then she attacks whatever you got going on yeah. to do this shit show. Like, Selfish who got that together more? Wow, selfish. And it, he got that ass together, pulled her sure by the motherfucking frontal, and was like, no, sis. Did you see the preview for the next episode? I did. I when, when she mentioned to the girls that Nathan said that she was inconsistent, their reaction was so real. And everyone yes. was like, hmm. Yes, I They're love like, it. They're like, wait, y'all agree with you him? You don't say, dude. <laughs> don't say. She's like, wait, y'all agree with him? Not you don't say. I've been watching the same television show. <laughs> like, bitch, do you know you? No? Okay. <laughs> do we gotta tell you? 
Sometimes some people are not self-aware. Some people have no clue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And when you tell them, they are just floored and offended. And it just takes a second to marinate. That's why people got to stop What's, being honest with, with each other. On top of all of it, too. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm so fragile mm-hmm. right now. You know, because see, the reality of the matter is, is that people are aware. They're just not willing to mm. admit that they're aware. Ah. You don't want to admit that shit. It's easier to hide behind a facade than it is to have accountability for yourself. Mm-hmm. I can run with the bullshit all day long until somebody brings it to my attention. And when somebody sees you and says that they see you, then that's when you have a problem with it because you thought you was high, bitch, but you weren't hiding shit. Right. If, I was in the, if I was in the bushes, leave me in the bushes. That's my business. <laughs> 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 you know my business? Don't do that. <laughs> bitch. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so as we close out for review, any predictions on how this season might end? Mm. I don't know how the season's going to end though. Like I I it's one of those things where it's like it could go a bunch of different ways and I'm okay with a lot of that for particular reasons for each one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um I just I'm just concerned with the amount of time we have left and I'm not really sure like where the story's going just yet. You know, and we kind of deep in. So I'm a little concerned about that, but I'm trusting Issa and her process. I, you know, the one thing I'm glad I can say is the minute we start to doubt her process is when we yep. start doing all these bombs. Yep. Like bomb, yep. bomb, bomb. Like, wait, where did all of this come from? And, and I think I think a good sign of that, to be, to be fair, is this uh, going back and like giving us a story about Torian and understanding where he was. That is something that a lot of like writers and creators don't do. Like the side characters and especially the really side characters like him never get that development. So even for that moment for him to be like, yo, I've been where you were. And it calls back to when we first met him and he was a fucking ass, you know, it gives context and it, gives, it makes him human. And I appreciate stuff like that. So it, it gives me faith for how she's going to end it. She's, she's, for me, she's creating th- this season. To me, is giving the final hurrah of relatability mm, and yes. accountability. Yeah, okay. I feel like that's the thing for this season. Yes, uh, it's going into a space of really showing how fucked up we do things sometimes. Yeah, and holding us all accountable for that shit and showing how those things can play out in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Issa is going to do the most Issa shit in these last couple of episodes, and we're mm-hmm. going to see where it lands her. Mm-hmm. I hate that we're not going to be able to see how she bounces back from it. Okay. But again, I just, I really don't know at this point. One thing I know for sure is what I said last last episode. Uh, she definitely going to fuck Lawrence. Something's going to happen between the two of them. I agree. I agree. It's going to happen, not, but it's, it's going to happen and it's going to blow up in her face and it's going to get back to that accountability thing. Yeah. Issa's going to have to, Issa's going to be held accountable. Definitely. And I'm okay with that. I think she should be after everything that's happened, everything she's going through, the things that she's done to people as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, you know, we got to pay up. Yeah. She's not exactly. Pay what you owe, Santa. Pay what you owe, nigga. <laughs> Santa, use yes. a bitch, nigga. Wait, hold on. Dear <laughs> <laughs> Santa, use a bitch, ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Riley. Yeah, that oh. show, man. That show's crazy. 
I I predict Molly is definitely going to date Torian. Like that's not going to not not happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I really believe that we're going to find out something very deep about Kelly next episode. I hope so. I hope so. I, I think that's going to happen because you have to you have to close out all your characters, so you got to start now. Yeah. Uh, what else are we going to predict in this? I'm not. Nate, Issa's gonna break Nathan's heart because she's gonna cheat with either Lawrence or Crenshaw. I don't care what anyone says. I can see it. Yes, speak it, speak it because I see. It. Speak it into the hole, beloved. I know. Speak into the hole, <laughs> beloved. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes. Did he just say speak it to the hole. I love her, but yes, like I see it. I see it. That tension. It kind of reminds me of like she's done this before. Like she's fought with somebody, like, and it's been kind of, and then it's t- somebody on this show's done that. Or am um, I tripping? Dan- not Daniel. I think it was Daniel she did that with. Anyway, <laughs> it feels familiar. And so when I saw him and they had that energy, I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna fuck. I knew I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because okay. because Issa is still, she's learning. But she's not putting a lot of those lessons into action yet. Yeah. Like slowly doing that. And I think something that she still struggles with is just fucking the wrong. Like, why you keep picking the wrong nigga? You know, over and over, (sighs) over and over and over again. So, and fucking up a situation when you got one. First of all, I agreed with Nathaniel, aka Bathan, when he said, Bathan, okay? Yes. Bathan said, You are all over the place. You told her the truth. She is. Because looking at looking at this season, my God, I'm like, if you didn't say something that was realer, I'm like, this is yeah. some shit yeah. to watch. <laughs> it is. But it's also, to Marlon's point, it's also super relatable because I'm like, yo, shit, I used to be wilding like that too. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. so, like, I get it, you know, but so it's it's kind of interesting, like, being past that particular stage, looking back and be like, ooh, mamita, don't do that. No, no. Like, you know. Like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. All right. Enough of the shenanigans. Let's get up, wipe and flush. Ow. Get up, wipe and flush. Ow. Get up, wipe and flush. Ow. Ow. Okay. I was, I was a little excited. <laughs> I was a little excited, you know. That's this coach. Don't skeet at the computer table. <laughs> really keep it cute. Keep, I will keep do, my best. do my best. Do my best. Please, please. No promises we made. Wor- we want to worry about the cuts. <laughs> <laughs> we want to worry about all the cuts. <laughs> Speaking of worrying about the cuts, um, a very well-known company, excuse me, I, you, you can say organization. Okay. They're not worried about the cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so PETA is making headlines. What is going on with PETA? So PETA said, hey, girl, so since we want to wear furs and leather and all these different things, what if Girl, we launched a gruesome online shop with goods made of human leathers? Put it in the trash. Put it in the trash. This <sighs> is coming from NewYorkPost.com. I am reading an excerpt from the actual article. The shop features a number of clothing and accessories quotations made of the finest leather that on second look reveals human faces on ja- on the jackets <sighs> human teeth 
on the shoes and human blood oozing from the bags, according to a press release. The campaign remnants of Buffalo Bill's human suit for the 1991 Silence of the Lambs was designed to put a spotlight on popular retailers that continue to handle clothing made of of animal leathers and furs. Oh, my gosh. I need y'all to understand something, Peter. Um, Please drag it. Please. I need you to understand that this is not going to change shit. I need you to understand that if Gucci, Balenciaga, or Dior gets a hold of this, they're going to turn it on you. And you're going to look stupid because what's going to happen is, girl, I'm going to go and get my human leather jacket and then pair it with my fur red bottoms. And you're going to be mad about it. We're not going to care. And I'm going to I'm going to go to Criston the Bountain, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get my shoe. That's it. It's going to be leather. Yeah. It's going to be leather. Yeah, we're going to mix the leather. It's going to be a thing. It's gonna, since we want <laughs> human body parts, I mean, why? I, I don't... I don't get it. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I care about the animals. Love them. They're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But, sis, I need you to understand a couple things. A lot of them are very tasty. Um, delicious. Delicious. Delicious decadent. even. Decadent. Um, yes. Decadent. Yes. Yes. In Y'all some ways, nutritious. We, we will. We will. I'm not, you know, I'm just Yo, putting things up. I'm just going to be real. I'm just going to be real. And yeah, um, they're going to attack. Even though I don't. A, a lamb chop blesses me every single time. Every I mean, time. I mean, <laughs> pair her with a potato. Please do. I, I'm telling yeah. you right now. And all you need, all you need to do is salt it and you sear what? it. You hard uh, sear it on both sides in the cast iron skillet. Tell them about it. Huh? And then you, and, th- and then what you do is you finish it in the oven, and then now, you, and then you have some time, and then you got time, and you have a garlic clove that you roast in the oven with it, right? And then you it. take it, you take it out, and let it, you let it rest. That's the fine. You let it rest because if you if you cut it too early, all the juice is going to run out. So you. That's it, and we need those juices. And then what you do is you sit down, mm. you sit down, and you take that knife and that fork, and you and, mm-hmm. and you press into that meat. Press up. And when you break through the crust, that that. <laughs> That you created in that cast iron skillet with that salt. Because cast iron is righteous and because she's I mean, still holding. Yes, she is. Okay. She is. Anointing? Huh? That, there's, no, the, there's the oil. There's that, the oil. That's <laughs> it. It's right there. <laughs> that is the blessing. Listen. I'm telling you right now. So come on here, Peter. If you if you got action, the sweet talkers is where you want to be, baby. Hello. I mean, I you know, know the refl- the thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Chase Cassidy and Miss Marlin are just that. I mean, Personal thoughts. They do not reflect who Rachel holds in any way, shape, I'm over here asking for the smoke and you blowing it away. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it is a different kind of smoke I don't like. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think that the girls yeah. are going to make purchases and wear this shit on Halloween. Uh, yeah, so like... With some... Fucking true religions for '90s day or some shit. First of all, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Can we please come to a group decision unanimously? Might I add that true religion has to be some of the ugliest fucking clothing that they ever sell. Terrible, absolutely, and it's never been good. It's never looked nice. It's never been a thing. It is abs. It should be. It belongs in the trash. It does. It It does. in the trash, I want to do like Bernadine and set fire to it in the car and walk away as I flip <laughs> my J. Yeah, what I said, it's not cigarette. I said my J. Okay. My J. And and your right. J in your negligee because you know she had the. the- <laughs> Hello, uh, Holy Ghost. That's Look, it. 
You cannot burn these items. It is trash. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm whatever, girl. Nobody. Yeah, cares. I just feel like there is in 2021. Like there are other causes that that need to be dug into a little bit more than this. Yes, it's something that is important, but at this point right now, I'm not thinking about that. Rummy my burger, like whatever. And I don't even wear fur like that, so you can pay that too. But I mean, of course, I think I think that's you know whatever. But like at the end of the day, like humans are out here being murdered. Humans. <sighs> Speaking of. Humans being murdered. Oh, the sunny part of the episode. Yes, can't wait. <laughs> sunny, I wouldn't say exactly. sunny. I would not say sunny. Uh, unfortunately, we had another school shooting. <sighs> yes, children, we had another school shooting. Why, bro? Michigan prosecutors said um, said video from the school surveillance camera showing the shooting suspect methodically and deliberately walking the hallways and aiming the gun at students and firing. Prosecutor Mark Keese said in court, what is depicted on that video? Honestly, Judge, I don't have the words to describe how horrific that was. Mm. Keese described the video saying just before 12.51 p.m. Tuesday, the suspect could be seen with a backpack. Then a minute or two later, he exited the bathroom without the backpack but with a gun in hand. Mm. At that time, he methodically and deliberately mm. walked out uh, walked out of the hallways aiming the firearm at students and firing. He started firing right outside the bathroom, he said, after students started walking away. He continued to go down the hallway at a methodic, uh, excuse me, methodical pace and shot inside classrooms at students who hadn't had the opportunity to escape. From this incident that took place from what I read online, it took place outside of Detroit. And if my reporting of this is correct, about five people have passed. You know, before we got on, um, I was uh, sitting on my balcony, just like scrolling, right? Mm-hmm. And I was on Twitter and I saw a video of like footage from inside of one of the classrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I told myself, I was like, okay, you know, protect your energy. Keep scrolling, girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah. mm-hmm. I did I did not do that. Um, and the video depicted um, the shooter outside of a classroom that was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was impersonating an officer, um, telling the kids that it was okay to come out and open the door. <sighs> um, and thankfully, they were intelligent enough to, like, you know, people was going on. And they were able to get to safety. But I was just like, just the, the fear, man. They're running. I'm like, yo, this is like, niggas can't even go to, go to school. Like, we can't, like, what is going on on this planet? Like, this is weird. It is weird here. It is weird here. You know. I, it is weird. It's really <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah, it's and weird. it's just like. This doesn't have anything to do directly with this incident, which is heinous and ridiculous <sighs> in all aspects of it. But I was thinking yesterday about this earth and how people do really strange things to push us in a direction mm-hmm. when there's an agenda involved. Follow okay. Me. okay. So <clears throat> we are two years in with Miss Rona. We're working on three. And we have all gotten to a space where 
we have been shaken up so much that we don't even know how to socialize anymore. Yep. Lots of people are getting very comfortable with doing everything from home. Yep. Uh, A lot of businesses are realizing that working from home is not that bad Mm -hmm. and that they are encouraging more people to work from home. Mm -hmm. People are creating their own businesses, yada, yada. And it took me to a place where it made me think, uh, okay, before I say this, have either of you ever seen the Netflix series um, Love Death Robots? No, but I've I've, of, ha- I've had it in my uh in my my list forever, but I've never seen it. Please watch it. Both okay. seasons, really good animated shorts of all different types of animations. Yeah, really interesting stories. It reminds me of animation meets Black Mirror. Oh boy, it's really deep. Okay, there's this one episode where <laughs> it takes us into the future, every- and the world is run by robots. Okay, and one of the robots goes rogue and starts coming after its owner and trying to kill it. Mm, And then it alerts all the other robots in this town and everybody is trying to kill. All of them are trying to kill this one person for this one infraction because it malfunctioned. Okay. But it made me think, what are they pushing us into? Hmm. They're pushing us into isolation. And it's very, very interesting to me. And I feel like just the way that things are moving right now, mm-hmm. it just feels very, I don't need to go out of the house for anything. I can have my food delivered. I can watch TV. I can watch whatever I want as long as I want. Uh, I don't have to go see my friends. We can do the Zoom thing, have Zoom parties. It just feels really strange. It, um, strange. To your, and to like your school point. shootings and shit is like, <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't understand that because now kids are going to have to go to school on Zoom because we don't know anything about going to school and saying, I wonder if today is going to be the day that one of these bitches loses and come up here and shoot everybody. Right, right. And the, the, the thing that's so crazy is that, like, you know, for me, I remember I was in eighth grade the first time I heard of a school shooting. It was Columbine. That was the first time I heard of any. I was like, oh, that's crazy. But it wasn't so common yet. Yes. Right. So it, it felt very isolated. It felt like, I still felt safe in a way. I was like, that's really bad for them in a way. Mm -hmm. As I was like coming through high school and like finishing up and it was kind of starting to happen a little more common. I was like, damn, I'm real glad I'm I'm about to be done. But but it follows me even into my adulthood because one of the things I really love to do is I love going to the movies. I love that shit. It's my jam. I've been known to go to the movies and watch three movies back to back in a day. Love that shit. Like it's one of my favorites. Going to the movies now, I do think in the back of my mind every time I go what if somebody starts shooting in here every single time every time because of where we live in and I'm also at the point where like I don't be wanting to go outside the house I work from home my business I run it from home you know like I even hate going to the groceries. I don't want to be around people. Like they get on my nerves. Like I get oh, I get stimulated very easily. It's just it's it's starting to change, man. It's starting to change. Yeah. He- heavy on them don't like people. Like yes, go <laughs> away, leave me alone. Exclamation mark. Hello. Yes. It's wild. It is. Period. It's wild. So on the chopping block, we're talking about hating people. 
Let's talk about when people decide to travel abroad and they hate them. Oh, shit. That's right. Our girl, keep your eyes on me. Eyes on me, you fight it. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ari Lennox was arrested at Amsterdam Airport Monday for what? hair quotations disturbing public order after the R&B singer accused airline staff of racial discrimination. Get out of Dutch here. military police said Lennox was detained at Amsterdam Schiphol. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. That's the first time I've ever seen the full name for the airport in Amsterdam, but that's not why we're here. Airport for allegedly being drunk in public and a Aggressive toward an airline official. I'm being arrested in Amsterdam for reacting to a woman racially profiling me. Lennox 30 wrote in a Twitter post addressing the incident. In another tweet, Lennox accused Amsterdam security of hating black people. Hmm. <sighs> you know, I'm are just... you? I have a, this. This made me think of a question. If it's okay for me to ask, please. So we're in America. We get racially profiled. Something goes crazy. That's that's racist. You know, we respond. You know, and we we feel that we can do that. If you are abroad in another country, um, do you speak up as boastfully, understanding the way that like some of their laws and things go over there, the way their jails are set up? And do you does that cross your mind of like, do I just eat this and take my ass back to the states or? Do I turn up and possibly get locked up in a foreign country? What do y'all? Mm, I feel like if you are <clears throat> smart, and I'm using this term very loosely, come on, mm-hmm. that you kind of tread lightly on that in a different country. Because if we're being honest, mm-hmm. America thinks that it's a really big bully and that we can do whatever the fuck we want to do. Right. And the right. reality of the matter is, is that in different places, in different spaces with different faces, mm-hmm. they don't ascribe to that bullshit. At all. Uh, you know, and they have, you know, the amounts of racism and the way the racism is held in different spaces, mm-hmm. people don't handle it the same, they, same way that we do here. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, you got to kind of pump fake a little bit and be like, eh, and I hate can't. that. I hate that. We have I hate to it too, but, it's people, like, but like at the same time, like to your point, I'm not, I'm not at home. I ain't in my no, house, No, you know? No. And, and if you've ever seen locked up abroad, you like, yo, just, just eat it, bro. And get on and get on the flight. And I'm not, I'm you not know? saying Ari can't feel the way she, that the way that she wanted to feel. No, she's just in it. Yeah. She's absolutely justified in that. And I'm not coming down. To, that's the choice she made. And I support her choice. Boom. Right. But at the same time, I would have rather her been able to, to to make it home and not be in some foreign country locked up as a as yeah. a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So her manager did tweet. I believe he tweeted today that she is safe and she is fine. However, we all know after a situation like that, kind of take a step back, get your yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So much love to Miss Lennox. We love period. you. Period. Big period. Um, speaking of period, Maxi you know, Pad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, I said, right. you said big period. I said Maxi Pad. Yes, Maxi Pad. <laughs> Why set vagina with a heavy flow? <laughs> I'm laughing at the way Lonnie said paid. Like, they were- <laughs> <laughs> so 
speaking of period, there's such thing called bill period, right? Mm-hmm. We all know what that means. Mm-hmm. A bill that got to be paid, and it's just a little debt or whatever. So remember the days where, let's say you had a bill collector, I'll throw one out there randomly, um, Navient. Mm-hmm. So... Oh my God, flashbacks. Ah, oh my God, I can't take it. Ooh. I still do <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> sideways with a crooked dick, bitch. Abusive. No it's the abuse yes. mm-hmm. So there's been a law passed, gentlemen. I don't know if you guys knew. It's been a new law. Um, my block button is about to be on fire. Oh. This is coming from CBS News. Debt collectors are now allowed to slide in your DMs according to new financial regulations <laughs> on Tuesday, allowing debt collectors to contact people via their social media accounts. <laughs> I wish the fuck Sally Mae would roll her ass up in my Instagram yeah. DM. Child, don't why you? Do why it. you thinking it's a dick pic? They like with my fucking buddy, bitch. Not <laughs> a bitch. That's crazy. As I can say, you it says in essence, that means your Twitter and Facebook Messenger accounts soon receive messages from debt collectors seeking to track down an unpaid bill. The change could impact tens of millions of Americans, given that one third of U.S. adults with a credit report has a debt in collections. Girl, fuck you, y'all. This is no. It's not going to change anything, sis. You're just going to be blocked across the board. Yeah, you're gonna like, be blocked. You're gonna be blocked. Block, 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 block. Why are you here? Here's Bitch, the thing. If I didn't answer the phone, what makes you think that coming up in here is gonna make me answer you now? It's, you're gonna get blocked. Mamita, you're never gonna get your money. It's never happened. It's never gonna happen. It's, it's never, never gonna happen. happen. You should have it's never given happen. you should have never given it to me. That's your bad. That's your bad. Okay, like, no. you all on my phone doing the most, and now you on my Instagram. If I decide to go outside the country, I don't want to see no DMs. Also, you owe this. I'm like, bitch, you owe these nuts. Leave <laughs> <laughs> you fuck alone. You owe the these like nuts. That. Nah. And do I, I have the? And do I have the money? Yes, but the fact that you are inconveniencing me so much, now you're not going to get it. <laughs> now it makes me want to keep said money. Mm-mm. I'm going to spend it wherever else is needed, okay? Yes, defiance. That's my superpower. Okay? I, I promise you, find you a new Instagram account, whatever. Lock that shit. That's it. Lock it. Lock it down. Fuck them. Okay. Fuck the horse. Fuck them all. Well, speaking of fuck, so apparently a fuck got somebody in trouble this week. What the hell? What? <laughs> yeah, speaking of fucks, honey. So you guys remember um you guys don't know Chase's in the South. South? In the South. Yes, I live in Charlotte, so, North Carolina. Come, mm-hmm. no, come on, in North <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> I cannot. So don't ever invite me back in your show. No. <laughs> You're gonna come back. You're gonna come back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so you remember the whole scandal with um, Andrew Cuomo um, mm. came out with the whole Ooh, sexual harassment thing. Yes. Well, Chris received some backlash from it because apparently he got involved. But his involvement cost him his job. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it, kids. <laughs> this is coming irony from CNN.com. <laughs> Drag it! Drag it! <laughs> CNN has suspended primetime anchor Chris Cuomo 
indefinitely pending further evaluation after documents revealed that the cozy and impromptu nature of his relationship with the aides to his brother, former New York governor, Andrew Cuomo. A second hour of Anderson Cooper 360 aired in Cuomo's place on Tuesday night. A town hall about COVID-19 will air Wednesday night. Mm. Tuesday's announcement about the suspension was the equivalent of a network news shockwave. Cuomo's 9 p.m. program is frequently CNN's most watched hour of the day. Mm. He is a larger-than-life presence at the network, and he is determined to stay on TV this year despite a flurry, excuse me, yeah, a flurry of sexual misconduct allegations against his brother, which, excuse me, accumulated in the governor's resignation three months ago. You know, I just, I just, I wish he would have just stayed out of it. I just wish he would have stayed out of it. And I had, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. And here's the crazy part. It came, it's time to find out he had something to do with it. Go that's away. what we, that's what I just read. He had something to do with it too. I'm like, Everybody go away. Not you, not you too, sis. And so all they, y'all. Uh, they, and they, they're coming after Don too, aren't they? Like that's a whole nother situation. Or see Don, Don Lemon. Yeah, he's got a situation he, going on too. What happened with Don Lemon? It's um uh some some guy is saying that he sexually uh, harassed him and yeah, girl, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh Lord. So so we uh, what's going on? I, I mean, just, the uh, next thing the next thing we're gonna find out is that Wolf Blitzer was grabbing Hella Mirren's titty on the red carpet. It's gonna be a whole. He gonna be going. Is, he, all of them gone. It's gonna be a whole thing. All of them. All of them. Oh well, that is all I have for scrolling. Thank you for attending my TED Talk, kids. And until next week. Always, always, don't forget, check your shoe. You don't want toilet paper stuff there. <laughs> I get with you. It's happening. <laughs> oh, gosh. So here we are, kids. The water's boiling. It's boiling. It's boiling. Oh, I got my ingredients ready. It's time to stir this pot. What's so, Hold on. Before you get to sand pot, what's your ingredients this week? You got to get them. Listen, pot. it's a lot of stuff in here. I'm here to let you know already, I don't know what's in the pot, but it sounds like mac and cheese, and I like it. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's good or whatever, but we going to see. We I gotta make him some tacos, y'all. He keeps talking about it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Man, some tacos. I, my, my taste buds still live in memory of those tacos, oh but that's gosh. not all right here, right now. No, it's Thank not. You. So, uh, we have several things we're gonna go over this week, kids. Oh. Uh, but since our buddy Sir Cassidy is here, I thought that it would only be proper to yeah. give you a little uh, cookout over at Who Raised You Hoes by oh. starting our. <laughs> Pot throwing in with a sex question. Okay. Hey! Because that's how they do it over at the cookout. So, you already know. 
So, uh, shout out to our good, good buddy Lolo Bonzi over at Big Boy Brunch. Yes, shout out to our homie Lolo. And shout out to Trey. And Trey. So, Lolo posted something about um, foreplay with gays. Now, his issue was apparently the gays are doing that thing where we like jump out and say, I don't like this. This is dumb. Okay. And he talked about how some of the gays shame guys that prefer kissing before you get it on. Okay. Don't know why. So shame? My yes. So my question for the class is is kissing a requirement before you knock the booth? Hell yes. 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 I, I mean, I feel like I'm thinking back. And I've kissed everyone that I've had sex with. However, comma, semicolon, backslash. Um, Big <laughs> looking back, there were some that I could have not kissed and that would have been perfectly fine. Because I didn't mm-hmm. quite enjoy the kiss. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the whole or the, or the meat was good. Whichever one it was. Okay. You okay. Know? Has it always been like that for you? Yes, because if they don't kiss, they whack and they got to go. Okay. Um, All right. All right. I'm I'm sorry. So I'm interested in this because I've heard this talked about my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, Where guys are like, I don't just be kissing everybody. Kissing is too intimate to just share with everyone. And I just never really understood that logic because my petty is about to jump out. Please. The dick is about to go in the hole either way. Right. Or they're going someone's, to put, or you're going to put, someone's going to have their genitals in your mouth. Yes. But, and I'm just, I'm just but, curious as to why. The warmest, sweatiest part of their body is going to be in your mouth today. And, and also, let's, and we don't yuck people's young, but I said the petty was about to jump out. You don't kiss, but you also don't use a condom. I'm really trying to understand how this works. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm trying to say you don't kiss, but you want that person to swallow your cup. I really want right. to understand where the logic comes in. For or, or you might even spit in their mouth or have them spit you in might. yours because some you people might. are into that too. But you, you don't want to kiss. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just my question. I just, I don't, I don't really understand. It's like, it's giving very much, come in me, daddy, but don't kiss me. Like that. <laughs> exactly. It's giving very much, I'm a sex doll, have your way. I just, yeah. I don't get the whole, and because like, I, you know, when I was in my hookup days, I fucked for my own enjoyment, okay? Like, I'm getting in here and we're going to do things. Uh, and if I like you enough, I'll fuck for both of our enjoyments because what? that's the kind of guy that I am. Right. But I don't see a reason to not kiss, especially as I am, you know, stepping into my elder gay days. I need a lot more intimacy from somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has to be there. Like I don't, I don't want to like hit up on the app and be like, "Come fuck." Like the least we can do is kick it, see if I we actually like each other. What's mm-hmm. your actual name and things? You know yes. that. Let me see. 
If I like what a hug feels like, let as a matter yeah. of fact, even though we know you're coming over for sex, possibly, let's not even let's act like that's not even going to happen. You're coming over to kick it. No pressure. That way, that's if you it. don't like me or if I don't like you, then get the fuck out. Right? Deuces, but, but I need something. You just can't come over here and and you know we putting things in places. I need no. Uh. Uh-uh. No, no, we can't. We can't. So, you know, I want all you gays out there to uh, get up off your bullshit, sis. Figure it out. Stick your tongue in a nigga mouth. It's it's nice. It's it nice. Is, it's it warms the oven really well for me. You know, that pre yeah. it's nice. You know, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. Show more, show more intimacy, you know, grab, grab, grab the things. Grab the little ways. I just, I just, I just had, a, I just had a, a, a thought of how this really doesn't make sense. Even further. Okay. You you won't kiss me in the mouth, but you will literally a stranger. Sometimes you will literally put your tongue in my asshole. Yes, yes. You're gonna put your tongue in my asshole. Yes, but you won't put your lips on mine. You will put it very far in my asshole too. Yeah, I, you will. Like like you like you roll it up like a taco and stick it in there. Yes. You know that's it. That's okay. it. You will spread the cheeks to get more leverage to get further in it. Yes. Wow. Wow. On all fours. Because it gives you, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. It don't make sense. You'll do those things, you know, but you, you won't know, kiss me. You're making out with the whole, but not me. I'm really happy <laughs> to say Yes. Should I be offended? Precisely. Should I feel offended? Should I, I feel no. like, what are you saying about my mouth? What are you saying about my mouth? Like, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> Bitch, I need really? you to understand that I brush and cross these motherfuckers uh-huh. every day. Oh, you Here. will not disrespect my molars you won't Damn so fuck right. you bitch i don't Damn care right. but yes get y'all shit together mm. all right so segueing from the sex question i want to go into this next one so y'all were doing really interesting things on twitter this week and i appreciate it because it was great fodder for conversation and uh i saw this other post i wanted to share it with the class so the post says okay 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 you should want to be with someone who isn't so accessible to everyone else. That's I'm going to read that again. That's abusive as fuck. That's abusive. I'm going to read it again. You should want to be with someone who isn't so accessible no. so you don't want to, him to everyone have, else. So you don't want him to have a life outside of you. No. Mm. That's the you first thing. Priority in his life. That's the first that's thing it. an abuser does. The first thing an abuser does is isolate you from everybody else. Yes. yes. Everyone. Everyone. Uh, nah. So you're not allowed to have a life. You're not. Nah. Here's the thing. I don't understand, and I've never really understood, people that obsess, and I'm talking about gays, gays, she, him, hers, and in-betweens, that obsess over ownership of their partners and mm. feeling like nobody can have you but me. That's wild. Let's, let's go on a journey. Uh, <laughs> you don't own nobody that you with. And furthermore, bitch, uh, we're both humans mm-hmm. living in a world of humans, which means that people are going to interact with me outside of you. They sure are. Because I have to live. Yep. And so do you. So people are going to like me besides you, bitch. Like, you didn't throw no fucking invisibility cloak over me, ho. <laughs> right. Fuck, what the fuck is this? And then I have other friends. I have people outside of you 
that is my life outside of you. And I need a lot of you bitches to get a fucking life and stop making your partners your lives because yes. that's not how it works. It's and so it's so not so going cool. to work, beloved. It's not going to work. You fucked up. You are a hot mess. Stop that. <laughs> With those black ass gums and those knock ass <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to stop. Like, what? I'm sorry. I, I, I actually hold values to my friends. So if I realize that my friend is getting with an abuser, I just kindly would go to sit home and um, ring the doorbell mm-hmm. and demand that my friend get their thing and mm-hmm. tell them that this is just going to end now because I personally don't have time. Yeah. And a lot of y'all don't realize how abusive that is. It's yeah. very toxic. Yeah. And possessive is why do you want to possess your partner? It just don't. I don't. Also, I don't also, if you think about it too, it's additional stress and pressure on you as a partner because you have to be somebody's everything, quote unquote. Like, who wants to be that? It's not realistic. It really isn't. I don't want to be anybody's everything. And the thing about it is, is that you can't. None Period. of us can. None of us can. And I, I really want people to understand that. No one can be your everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just, I'm not talking about uh, being in a monogamous relationship and your partner needs to go out, um, you know, and write with a different pen on different paper. Come on, Mr. Scott. Um, But (laughs) it's about needing other energies outside of what you all share romantically mm-hmm. to fulfill your life. You of need course. friends, you need family, you need coworkers, you need all this shit. If I can't give you everything. I don't want to give you everything. Who got time for that? Yeah. Get out my face, sis. Yeah. I don't even go. It's okay. Just yeah, that's a wild quote. And I, and I bet you that quote, or that meme or whatever was like retweeted a billion times and people like, yes, queen. I'm like, y'all are ridiculous. Ridiculous. The quote tweets were something else, and the girls dragged him. Like, mm. since I mm, no, 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 this is not the take you thought it was. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. So we're gonna segue since we're talking about relationships because I wanted to delve into uh, love and heartbreaks. Oh, girl. And oh, all of those things, you know, with all this uh, fuck that nigga energy that's running around and wall sliding and all that shit that's going on. I chose um, my wall, damn it. You're not going to judge me for it. We're going to talk about it today. Wait, wait, what is yeah, that? That sounds like judgment. We are. We okay, are. give me a second. Like What's wall sliding? Oh, so you so when Summer Walker dropped her album, okay. all the girls decided they was going to find their song to go slide down a wall and cry about. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> my wall song, my wall song uh, is insane. It's everyone's. Here we go. God bless. Oh, oh God. Uh, I want to tell you, I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, I have never been more appreciative that I've asked a question in my entire life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so glad I got clarity on that. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yes. So here we go. Let's start here. What reasons do you deem acceptable for breaking up? Honestly, whatever, it could be whatever you need it to be, whatever you want it to be. It could be, I don't want to be here no more. Mm-hmm. And, and that, okay. and, and here, here's the thing, like, you don't, 
people i don't know why people think this but people think like when there's a breakup or whatever, like there has to be like a reason or, or you have to be an asshole about it it could simply be hey we not where we were when we started or i'm not happy anymore and i want my or this just isn't what i thought it was going to be doesn't mean you're a bad person i'm a bad mm-hmm. person but you know so i think a reason a valid reason to break up is whatever uh, is valid to you you know mm-hmm. some people some people like get cheated on and stay because that's not a valid reason to break up for them and some people, you know, you could, you know, say something mean to them and that's a deal breaker and they're done. You know, it just depends on what is valid for you, I think. Okay. What you think? Come on, give it to me. I would say there's two reasons that I justify breaking up. Okay. One is, well, the main one is growth. If you feel as if your relationship mm-hmm. isn't growing any further than what it already is, and you feel as if you're not happy, you're content, but just go. Mm-hmm. Stop wasting, stop trying to be a space holder. No one has time for any of that. And mm, I was in everyone's favorite reason infidelity. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. Now, why infidelity? Why is that a deal breaker for you? Trust was broken. Okay. Got it. Yeah, it's, most it's, 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 it's honesty. Yeah, it's trust was broken. There's no other way to put it. I mean, if we didn't agree to, you know, invite others to the party, mm-hmm. there should be no other attendees. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you tell me, hey, so and so snuck through the back door and I forgot to tell you, <laughs> and think that I'm supposed to be okay with that after. Here I am being monogamous and turning down being left and right. <laughs> and here you go slipping out the back door at night. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-hmm. See, now I want to end this. Not now I want to go explore like you did. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Said, mm-hmm. I am out here turning down peen and ween. Okay. That, hello, right. left and right. Left and right. And here you go. Sleeping in other beds at night. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I, I, Chase, I share the same sentiment that you do. And it took me a while to get to this space where I believe that there's no particular reason that you need to break up other than you don't want to be in that situation anymore. Right. Um, and I feel that a lot of us get caught up in relationships longer than we should because we feel like our reasoning for no longer wanting to be there is not enough to justify right. walking away from a situation. And it, right. I want us to like stop that bullshit because mm-hmm. I don't think that people realize that ultimately what's happening is we're sending more hurt people into the world instead of actually yep. closing chapters yep. and walking away with the closure that we need instead of going to business somewhere so uh yeah so next question y'all right you ain't got <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> i said what i said and what you said was you some bullshit <laughs> thank you <laughs> you thank you, <laughs> you this. oh my gosh all right so next question mm-hmm. is it easier to break up with someone or be broken up with Mm. Me to, do, to break up with them. Why? Because when I don't care, I'm a real bitch. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, all right, that's why. All right, 
That's wild. Giving me bad bitch energy. Okay. <laughs> no, and you know what? It's really not. To be brutally honest, once I detach, I detach. Mm-hmm. So even when I'm being honest, it comes across as cold. Mm-hmm. So honestly, it's just better I do it. That's that Libra energy in you. That's what that is. I want you to know that. I was raised by two. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's all of you. Yes. Chase, um, what you think? Um, I, I have this thing where like I have a visceral reaction whenever I hurt somebody. Uh, even mm. if it's even if it's deserved, like I most of the time will feel terrible, and sometimes I will even get emotional about it. Like any time, if I hurt, it's gonna bother me, right? And a lot of times, I'm learning to not do this anymore. A lot of times, I will throw myself on a grenade, like mm, mm-hmm. to to prevent hurting somebody. So where I stand oh today. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where I stand today, I would rather, I'd rather take it. Cause I know I can. Um, mm-hmm. but, but that said, I have seen, I am growing leaps and bounds with that. So I'm, that's probably going to be changing in the very near future. You know, I am, okay. I, I see, I see traces of me learning to not like, like I'm not, not be malicious to hurt somebody, but also tell, tell the fucking truth. You know, gotcha. and and be able to be like, yo, if this ain't the tea, this ain't the tea, and that's okay. It's just mm-hmm. not the tea, you know. Yes, uh, absolutely. I have only been broken up with once, mm-hmm. and it did not feel great. <laughs> um, right, and it'll take us into my question later. But I have been the one breaking up and walking away from situations my entire life, mm. and. It makes it, but it, for me, it doesn't make it easier because of the type of person that I am, which is, I always end up breaking up with people when the mercury has hit the top of my thermostat. Like after it's happened and we've had conversations and things have gone on and on and on, and I feel like I'm not being heard and I feel like it's not going anywhere, then boom. (laughs) I'm out. That's usually how that happens. Now, there are levels and layers beneath that that um, are my bad because I'm also the type of person, as I'm I'm learning to do this better now, but I always used to be the type of person that I don't like conflict. So there were a lot of things that I would not bring to the table immediately Mm -hmm. i would kind of suffer in silence yeah um and try to be very uh (laughs) trying to duty duty do and see if you get that i'm upset with the situation and Mm -hmm. have you figure it out as opposed to just opening my mouth and saying something right right um which is not that's a toxic behavior because the reality of the matter is, is that if you can't speak it you can't heal it very true. Come on, Iyana. You know yes, yes. So that was my thing. So it was always easier to break up with someone because, in many ways, for me, I was justified. Mm-hmm. We had a, we had maybe one or two conversations about this. You saw that it hurt me. You saw that I don't like it. You don't want to change it. Okay, bye. Right. I'm done. And then for me, like Khalees, bitch. When I break, I break. Yeah. Like, and that's it. We're done. Oh, Khalees. So, yes, I love that. You know. Come on, references. All yeah. right. So. Let's go into this next question. This one gonna fuck y'all up. You ready? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Come on. Is it easier to handle a breakup when you hate the one you separate from? 
No. No? Nah. Not for me, at least. It's like, I'm thinking about, like, in the past, like, there were two uh, breakups that I had that really fucked with me mm-hmm. in, different, in different ways. And in different ways, at the time, I couldn't really stand either one of them, you know? Uh, but it didn't make it no easy. I still missed them. I still wanted them around. Mm-hmm. I still was like, damn, I wish we could have worked. It, none of that changed, you know? Because I was, I thought they were an ass at the moment, you know? So. Okay. Lene, first of all, fuck you in this question. Yeah. I knew you would do something to try and... You I know, don't know what you're talking about! Uh-huh, this is maybe for last week, and I got your... <laughs> is this a personal attack? This feels it like is not personal. intentional. He's taking yes. it personal because that's yes. what she do. But whatever. Wow, and now you're attacking... And now you're uh, continuing to attack her. That wow. was an attack! <laughs> Look at me up here stirring Discord. I ain't no good. I ain't no good. Thank you, everyone, for attending the hour. <laughs> I've made the executive decision to end this episode now. Oh, and someone called the police. Oh, bitch, God. you got me fucked up. You ain't what the here, fuck? You the ain't fact, just... Look at me. I'm not happy. Don't play with me. Ask the question. See, I don't hate anyone. I mean, I could despise something you did to me, but I can't hate anyone. Hate, dislike, fuck with. Yeah, it makes it easier. Okay, why? Because my feelings are detached. Okay, so mm. it makes it easy for me to end this with you. Mm-hmm. That's petty. You know that, right? I know. It's very petty. Yeah. I said, I'm glad you're standing in the truth, though. I said God is still working I'm, on I'm, me. I'm I say this all the time. And the reason why I brought this up is because I, I think about how people talk about breakups, whether we're in casual conversation with friends, you see people talk about it all day, all night, online, all other bullshit. And I realized that more often than not, people, people need to like, again, there's that word of justification, have something to justify leaving a situation. And it feels like there's a lot of that ending ain't shit. Fuck him. He did this, this, that, and the third. And that makes it easier for people to process the separation as opposed to, I don't know, being adults and having a conversation about why it didn't work. That's crazy. Or why would you do that? What? I mean, you know, why would we, you know, but those, those things, they happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) What if sometimes the conversation ain't even needed? The disrespect was more than enough conversation. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Okay. That's fair. Th- that's fair and that's true. That is fair. That is very I mean, true. you would love to be, we talk about this, but you would love to be an adult with someone that's wronged you. But most of the time, by the time most of us would even speak up on how we've had enough, mm-hmm. we've already dealt with it on multiple levels, multiple times. So, Yes, I want to be an adult, but in the same token, us having this conversation is going to be productive. Yeah. Okay. It's going to basically, you're going to make a bunch of broken promises, mm-hmm. empty as fuck, mm-hmm. and we're going to be back at square the fuck one. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes, I'm, I'm, this is a Libra in me, sometimes silence is just better. Hmm. Sometimes silence is just better. Okay. Sometimes it's just I don't have anything to say. I don't. And it's not me being immature. It's just, I really lost. That's, at that point, I lost all respect when I have absolutely nothing to say. Okay. 
Okay. Well, I, I respect that. But also, I would challenge that to say as somebody that feels that way too sometimes, that it really does not help us because what happens is we give them the silence and we walk away, but it festers inside us and it eats us up because we are not releasing the issue that we had with that person. Mm -hmm. So essentially what happens is you give that person a cold shoulder, you walk away from it, but we end up crying at night for over a month because we pissed off that that motherfucker didn't get what he deserved. That I didn't tell him that you fucked me over, that I didn't like what you did to me, that that shit was trash. And I think that we do that because and sometimes we feel like, what is saying this to him going to do? Because the nigga ain't going to change. Right. <laughs> what not? But the reality of the matter is, is that you have to get rid of those emotions no matter what the outcome is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you mm -hmm. don't give that person that energy back, you end up taking it. Mm -hmm. And then what does it do to you? But if I get riled up in the circuit and loud, I don't Listen, I don't like being mad at people. I don't. I'm suck at it. I really do. But I mean, but friend, this is what I'm saying. But if you you have to again, emotions are verbs. They are actions. You can't yeah. think them away. You have to let that shit out. Yes, I can. No, you Here's can't. Person, I, <laughs> I will think it away. No, no, mm -hmm. no, salons. You can't think. That's it away. that's called ruminating, my darling. Hello. <laughs> so check this out. How often do we consider our own accountability for what we contribute to the demise of our relationships? I think I have a very interesting thought concept. I feel like we don't even develop empathy, let alone accountability for any of our relationships until we're well into our 30s. Well, blow my cap back, bitch. Let's talk about it. What you mean? Because we're still, especially in our 20s, we're still learning ourselves and we're still immature. So nine times out of ten, we're not willing to own that we fucked up. We'd rather put all the blame on the other person instead of looking at ourselves like we fucked up here too. Mm -hmm. We, I did this wrong too. Yes, you did this, but I also did that. Mm -hmm. We never take full accountability. And it's not until you look back on certain relationships when you reach a certain age, preferably around 33 plus, and look back at certain relationships and it's like, yo, I really, it wasn't just him. I fucked up too. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, I agree with you. Most people don't like the majority. You got to be up in them 30 to, to get that type of tea. Listen. Thankfully, mm -hmm. I, one like principle I was raised with was like accountability. So mm -hmm. thankfully, in leaving my relationships, I always knew where like I contributed and I never had an issue being like, yo, my bad on that. You know what I'm saying? Taking my, my, my portion of that. But most people, they don't. Ain't no accountability, girl. It's all yeah. him. It's all her. They. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So let's jump off the love and relationships. Thank y'all for going down that journey with me. That was a great conversation. I like that. Sure. I like that. Uh, so we're going to segue into something of the same caliber, but on a different level. And we're going to talk about... Oh, Lord. Yeah. Social media. So social media becomes a staple for a lot of real life time shit, right? But you got to be careful what you say and you do mm -hmm. or else you'll get cast away. So I want to talk about, let's go here. I'll just jump in with the question. 
Does a follow mean that you agree with everything that that person stands for? Absolutely no. fucking not. That is so no. like productive. That Why is one of the that? dumbest thoughts ever. No. Oh God. Maybe I just like the way this nigga look. Okay. And Maybe you know what? You fuck. know what? And Chase, I hate to stop you because he knows he just triggered me just a tad. I've been saying this for the past couple of years. Half of the shit that we end up hearing from these motherfuckers is because y'all gave them a platform because they were cute. Period. So now we got to deal with their cute, negative thoughts that no one asks for yeah. but you because, oh my God, they look so good. I'm like, following right all that shit. Maybe I'm enjoying my damn. You bitches are the reason now why we have to now deal with this shit. <laughs> Every time someone that's even remotely attractive on Instagram has a large, excuse me, look, we be very accurate when I say this, between 25 up K followers, mm-hmm. and the minute that they decide to stop one of those photo shoots and actually open their mouths, it's just ignorance. You know... <sighs> I always media training needs to come back in all facets. In oh, all facets, that's never going to work now because you can't tell nobody nothing nowadays. Then you no. can't. And that's also another problem. That's never going to happen. Like these kids cannot perform. They cannot. Their live performances inter- are they terrible. Can't they can't do an interview. Most of them don't even know how to dress. No. Nope. With stylists. Mm-hmm. I'm just not understanding. There's a lot going wrong. Drag them. The bar is in hell. Then you have these people that are just pretty to look at. But the minute they try and hit a note, all you hear is just not even a note. You see a car note because it just needs to be paid. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. And then they're walking on stage in these extravagant gowns. Doing nothing. Costumes, doing nothing. You got this expensive ass outfit and you look like you spent all of two hours in rehearsal. Man. It's a mess. It's a mess. But that's all we're here to sing. Child. Okay. So, y'all said a lot of what I was going to say anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, So, how do you go about navigating a person's point of view on a topic? when they are pretty much unproblematic otherwise. So, so they have a topic that they're wrong on, right? Or they, they mm-hmm. maybe done or said something wrong. I mean, the masses kind of like jump in on this one topic. They say this one thing and everybody's like, oh my God, cancel them. They're done. It's stupid. Got you, got you, got you. Ah, no, I think that's wild. I think like sometimes like it's, we, we jump a little too quick. People have the right to disagree with you. Like they have, they have the right to do that. And you got to stop being so Can fucking sensitive. <laughs> like, Can we talk about that? Can yeah. we go back to the day when people actually was able to disagree with something and everyone's not up in awe because they disagree from, with, with their own mind? I don't think that we'll ever get back there. I don't think so either. It's annoying. They're like, oh, they said this and the third. It's their opinion. Yeah. Why are we jumping down their throat if it's their opinion? And a lot of times I mean, opinions are shaped I mean, by your experiences, like- you know? So maybe they've been through something that you have not, and they see something in a different light that you never could even understand. Yes. Like, you, you just be loud and wrong in the corner somewhere. Just do that. Child. Yeah. I don't, like, uh, you know, I just, we've gotten into a space and time where I feel like everybody is just a walking nerve. Like, like you, they're, I feel like you almost can't touch you. anything. And it, it's not, while I appreciate folks' causes, 
Um, I appreciate people bringing light to a lot of things. I don't feel like some things that people get into an uproar about are even worth it. Come on now. I agree with that. I'm like, the focus needs to be elsewhere. Let's move that focus somewhere else right now. Somewhere. You know, it's, just, yeah. I just feel like it's, it's really, some of this stuff is really not that deep. You know? like I it's, agree. That's how that person feel about it. Okay. Fine. But that doesn't, that's the thing too. Like I, I think to myself, like this don't affect my day. Like it's, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't care about what they think. I really don't care. So I don't I mean, think nothing else of it. Like you could say some crazy shit and if it doesn't like apply to me, I don't, I don't care. I don't. Why let that shit fly? Like it is what it I'm is. A, listen, I'm a gay black man. We are gay black men in 2021. The other shit to think about. I don't care about goddamn human skin shoes. That pe- I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Yes. Come on for yeah. the call. Yes, we don't. We don't give Outta a shit. Here. We don't give a shit. Okay. Um. So, last one. Should we separate the art from the artist? when it comes down to sensitive topics? I think we have to start to understand that some things cannot, we can't make blanket statements, right? So I'm not going to be like, yes, we should always separate the art from the artist or no, we shouldn't because there, there is a hierarchy. Somebody mm-hmm. say, somebody's saying something problematic or saying something that I disagree with that's generally harmless, right? is not going to make me stop listening to the music. I'm not going to look at them no differently and they shouldn't be canceled. Perhaps a person, I don't know, maybe that is, you know, has admitted to raping his children or having his children set up to be, maybe they, maybe that should cause a cancellation, but you know, who be me? You know? Right. So I think there is a hierarchy and yes, sometimes we can separate the art from the artist, and sometimes Girl, throw all of it in the trash. I mean, we all have that one exception where, like, literally there's a dumpster with that person in it. (laughs) You know, I I just, I I, I think (laughs) a lot about that because there are so many artists that we love that have done some pretty heinous things. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I pause you to that point? Here's the thing. Everybody's done heinous things. All of us. Every e- at me. I, I, it's gonna be some shit that I said or some. It. We all done said some shit. Everybody. So we gonna cancel everybody. Right. Like everybody and everything on this planet is tainted in some way, baby. We can't cancel everybody. I don't know. I went we off. can't. I'm sorry. And, and I keep telling people that cancel culture is a one man show. It is not a group activity because everybody ain't gonna do it. In order for it to be effective, everybody has to be on board. Thank and we you. all don't have the same opinions. It just don't work like that. Look at you stating the obvious. Doesn't. Look at you stating the obvious. I mean, you know, I, I, and, and I hate that we have to do these things. But girls, it's just not going to work if we're not all doing it together. So just stop it. Say you don't agree, bitch, and move on. Okay? And that's on period. That's just for Chrisette, Michelle. Uh, hello. <laughs> Justice for Chrisette, yes. Oh my I gosh. If you ever go down my social media, I've been screaming this for years until it finally became a part of the conversation. Like, listen, like, why are we still doing this? That said, that she said, did something no worth 
person did, but we're going to move on from that. Mm-hmm. No shade. I did enjoy the amount of times that she mentioned she was wearing a Basquiat skirt. It was everything. I laughed every time. The jokes were hilarious. I thought it was amazing. Just saying, but also justice for Chrisette because she does deserve yes, it. Justice yes, justice for Chrisette. All right, y'all. So I'm done stirring my pot. Oh, good. You finally, you finally done the MS. Oh, don't do that. That's what my segment is about. So get to it. All right. <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> y'all right? Okay. Don't touch me. <laughs> so, all right. So, before I go, you know, we got to do this. So, we're going to do a quick session of how to make you feel. Y'all know how this goes. I find some really interesting topics on Instagram, Twitter, wherever, and you all tell me how these things make y'all feel. He's about to troll y'all. Get ready. Get so I got one heavy and one light this week. Okay. See? Back, all right. Back, back uh, another, another period reference. Come on, Maxi Pad. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this first one comes from. <laughs> I hate you a Really, bitch. So, <laughs> so this first one comes from Repost Wiz, and it says, "The higher the crime rate in that area, the better the chicken wings." These are facts. Facts are true. <laughs> I mean, the actually to, to double down on what you said, these are the black ass facts, actually, because bitch. Mm-hmm. If I might have to dodge a bullet to get inside to get my order, I want the order. <laughs> because you know why? You know why? Because you know it's seasoned. That's why you do it. You know it's seasoned. It's, it's not just salt and pepper. There's actual seasoning there. Yes. There's also love and fear because of the location. So there's fear in the food. And that's what gives it the flavor. It's, and, and wait, before you can go there, and before we also have to point out a very huge fact here, it is never ready on time. Ever. Ever. <sighs> You can call it's, it in from, from, from two counties over, bitch. <laughs> I promise you, here in Jersey, we have that spot. It's called Ambassadors. <laughs> now, Ambassadors makes some good-ass crack fucking wings. If you've never had Ambassadors, it's crack on a chicken wing. Let me tell you something. Fucking amazing. But listen, anytime I go to Ambassadors, no matter the location, whether it's the one in Irvington or even the one in North, bitch, I'm going to end up waiting. Wow. I called it in, and guess what? It's still ain't ready. I'm in there for at least 20 to 30 minutes extra on top of calling it in. I hate to hear it. I went through something similar. We, me and Buster went through something very similar this weekend, and it was, oh, it, was, it, was, it was hard to experience. It was. It was. <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all, was a, y'all was in South Atlanta, wasn't y'all? Uh, where is, uh, well, actually, I think we were. I think so. What's the name of the town? You remember? Uh, it was near, like, it was near College Park. You were in South Atlanta? <laughs> you, were in, you was probably in Forest Park or Forest Park or College Park. One of the two. It but was, they're, like, near the airport. Yes, near the airport. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Was that a wing stop? At a wing stop. Called it in. You know, walked in the door. I'm like, we called this in. Not only did we call it in, we stopped in Target and shopped for a little bit, right? And then when it Camp Creek, that's where it was. The Camp Creek location. Yeah, y'all was in the hood. So I went up in that hole and I was like, you know, order for Chase that I called in clearly like 45 minutes ago. She said, no, it's not ready. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is crazy. So she comes back. This gave you order somebody else. No, no, she comes back to me. Now, mind you, I I noticed a bag, an order sitting up there. Right. She goes to it. 
comes mm-hmm. back to me not three minutes later and says, what's your name again? I said, it's Chase. She says, okay, yeah, they're still working on your order. Cool. Fast forward 25 minutes. I'm sitting and waiting. Bags are coming out. People with larger orders. Boom, boom, boom. Finally, a guy in the kitchen looks at the girl with the red and says, like, yo, he has been sitting here for 30 minutes. What's going on with the order? And she was like, it's not ready. She's like, it's an order for Chase. And they're looking at tickets or whatever. Coming to find out, she calls me. She's calling me Tay. And my food has been sitting there with Tay. With Tay on the ticket for the whole time. Mamita. Who is is Tay? And if you think I'm about to pay for this, you got a whole nother thing coming. Alma, turn on your pack, girl. (laughs) Who is Tay? Come on, sister, act. (laughs) What the fuck? I can't. I can't. I can't. All right. So here's the next one and the last one. And this one comes from Bill alpha over at instagram and it says Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. strangely life gets harder when you try to make it easy exercising might be hard but never moving makes life harder uncomfortable conversations are hard but avoiding every conflict is harder mastering your craft is hard but having no skills is harder easy has a cost drag it to hell and i love that perspective that's everything. There were no lies told. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. mean, I feel like my older self in some of these ways is slightly being disrespected right now. Um, <laughs> right. And in some other ways, I feel like my current self is also being slightly slapped in the face. However, I appreciate it because I feel like I was slapped with a penis and not a hand. So. Oh, and, and we love that. We you love know, that. I, pref- I prefer pain too. Yeah. I prefer a peen hand combo sometimes, but that's just me. And you know, there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can slap either of the cheats with either of them. It would be a fun time sometimes. You know what? And that's where I join you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh my god yo so that concludes our episode for the day chase sir cassidy thank you so much for being thank here you. with hey, us hey. sister ceo of the sweet talkers we are a part of the sweet talkers network y'all hey, i appreciate y'all thank y'all so much for joining like y'all are everything i love what y'all do here i'm glad i'm a fan like so i'm excited to have y'all like thank y'all very much Yes. So tell them where they can find you on the interwebs. You can find me on the Instagrams at Chase Cassidy. Cassidy is spelled with the K. You can also follow myself and us. You can follow us on Instagram as well at It's the Sweet Talkers. Um, oh <laughs> uh, all of our, we will be there. I'll be posting snippets of this show as well in promotion. Uh, we also have another show for the gamers, G-A-Y-M-E-R, called Player One. Uh, we have Chasing Your Face, the Cookout Podcast. We have a lot of things going on. It's very black, very gay. Um, and so, Hello. yeah, come check out some some content from Who Raised You Hoes there. Um, and they're going to be joining in on some other shows as, as well, collaborating. It's a, whole, it's a whole thing. It's really cool. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Bye. Bye. All right, Ho Nation. So that's it for today. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe to this fucking show. We're not playing with you bitches. Also, drop those listener letters and ask wryh at gmail.com for all serious 
business inquiries, if you want your art reviewed, if you want us to promote something for you, drop down in WRYH at gmail.com. You can slide in the DMs, say hi to us, all those great things. We love that and appreciate it. Lene, you got anything before we go? Before we jump off that topic, can we talk about these DMs real quick? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Here we go. I don't know why y'all keep on falling for this shit, but if I get one more message about send me your cash app, one more motherfucker. Oh, my God. It's annoying now. And now, when you tell them I'm good, they want to have a whole debate with you on you being good. Sir! Hello. I know you're not my friend. Don't do that. You're someone that took his account and you hacked his cash app. Right. Then one of my friends had actually someone create a duplicate cash app handle of theirs. Wow. Y'all wild as shit. It's like, it's style. getting wild. This kind of stuff. The regroup back to what Marlon was saying. Y'all, where are these listeners? Like- <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. I know you can hear me. I know I sound good. Yes. Where is my listener letters? I have been asking oh so nicely for about a couple of months now. But in a minute, I'm about to get downright motherfucking ignorant. If we don't get a letter in that fucking inbox before January, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to have the clip and the blicky ready just for you. Come on. Okay. So, yes, we can. Yes, we can. I'm tired. Yes, we can. Okay, we want those listener letters, the blicky. That's right. Listener letters. Let's go. It's askwrhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, askwrhpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us how much you love the show. Give us a letter about that fuck nigga that you're trying to leave. We want to hear about the things. Then, you want, you know, we have the lovely Chase Cassidy here with us this week. You know, we like to advertise on our show. You know, serious ads, ad, serious ads only. Period. Please have the cash app or Zelle ready. You're going to send your email, your inquiry for your product, your music, whatever may have you. to WRYHpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it's WRYHpodcast at gmail.com. No, I don't want to help you get any money from any other state, country, whatever may have you. That's your, your problem, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> and also, you know, we we asking for the things. I got one more thing to ask for. Besides y'all subscribing, did y'all rate us on Apple Podcasts? What are y'all Period. doing? Period. What are y'all th- y'all not showing out enough? Five and not showing out enough. What is going on? What is going on? Get on your job. We're supposed to be doing our job. Get on your job. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I love it though. He's serious. And that concludes Lonnie's TED Talk for this week. Thank you very much. Bye, <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>